I have one thing to say to you. Kiss my fat ass. Hello, fellow mourners of diet culture. It is I, Emily Lubin. Oh my god. I forgot how the rest of my intro goes, you guys. What is it? I'm the Grim Reaper and the host of this show. Yes. Welcome back to RIP Diets. Jeez, it has been so long. I forgot how the intro to my own podcast goes. That's a sign, man. That's a sign that it's been way too long. I'm happy to be back. Let me fill you in on why I've taken such a long break. I mean, if you listen to the last episode, then you kind of know what happened was I started the fourth season of this show and I got through about five episodes of it. I was putting clips out on social media. I was doing little segments. I was kind of making the show or attempting to make the show more digestible. And all of a sudden, one day, I get hit up by somebody at Betches, which is a media company mainly geared towards women millennial aged women. But this company has 8 million Instagram followers. I've been following them since I was in college. I am very well aware of Betches. And I thought it was fake. I was like, why would Betches reach out to little old me? But basically, this message said the host of one of our more popular podcasts, which is called Diet Starts Tomorrow, they are leaving and we're looking for a new host. Can we talk more about this? And I said, um, yeah, do you have time now? I, you could pencil me in literally at any moment. I'm bed rotting all afternoon. When do you need me? Um, hop on a Zoom call with them and yada, yada, yada. I won't get too far into it, but long story short, pulled in a dear friend to co-host this podcast with. And um, hopefully some of you have been listening to it. I've had a lot of fun this past year on Diet Starts Tomorrow. It's a completely different ballgame. By the way, you guys, if you hear what sounds like somebody scraping gravel in the background, I got a puppy. And this puppy clearly doesn't give a fuck that his mom is working right now because he's chewing on his Benna bone right next to me. He was not chewing his bone when I turned on the recording device. It's almost as if he's trying to make as much noise as possible so that mama will pay attention to him, but it's not going to happen. Okay, so basically I decided mid-season of RIP diets to stop doing RIP diets so that I could devote as much focus and attention as I possibly could to Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I missed you guys, and I missed doing this podcast because it feels so different. This is my original passion project. It continues to be a passion project because I don't make money off of this podcast. Maybe someday I will. But for now, I kind of like it like that because this is my domain. It is an area that is all my own and I can do whatever the fuck I want. So here we are. Let's do it. And um, please slide in my DMs if you're excited about this episode drop. I'm so fired up. My inner child is so excited right now. Let's go into uh, our food news. I saw this 
literally 10 minutes ago, I thought that this was just a fun piece of food news that some people might be excited about, which is Kraft SpongeBob SquarePants Mac and Cheese has returned. I didn't know it went anywhere, Um, (laughs) but apparently Kraft had discontinued the SpongeBob Mac and Cheese. Back by popular demand, Kraft Mac and Cheese SpongeBob SquarePants features your favorite yellow pal and his friends, Patrick, Squidward, and Gary. Oh, I love Gary. Bring fun to mealtime with pasta shaped like your favorite SpongeBob SquarePants characters and cheese sauce mix. Um, (laughs) Great description off of the Kraft website. I never ate this particular shape of Kraft mac and cheese. However, it is super cute. I do love the idea of having different shapes of mac and cheese. I love that Kraft does this and I always have. The Annie's mac and cheese to me, I like the idea of like a white cheddar mac and cheese or they have some other flavors and they're kind of like elevated. They're kind of artisan seeming. They're not. They're a huge corporation, but that's kind of the vibe. However, Kraft is just the OG. Kraft is fun. Kraft caters to your inner child in a way that other brands do not. I just love a Kraft mac and cheese. I love the orange color of it. I I am actually getting deja vu because in an earlier episode, literally over a year ago, I recorded this. I did a product review of the Cheetos mac and cheese, which actually turned out to be incredibly good. And I wasn't expecting it at all. And there was like a plain one and also a flaming hot. And it was bright orange. Like, (laughs) if anybody's ever eaten turmeric or like Indian food or things with turmeric in it, you know that like that orange color lingers, if you know what I mean. It lingers for days. You're peeing orange. You're pooping orange. I mean, everything is orange. Like that, that coloring just stays with you. And that part creeps me out. But I do think the taste is superior. I think the taste of an orangey yellow mac and cheese is always superior. So I am pro whatever Kraft is doing. And I love this little piece of food news. So anyway, if you enjoyed SpongeBob mac and cheese as a child and for years you've been like, whatever happened to the SpongeBob mac and cheese? Go out and get it, sweethearts. Now is your time to go out and get it. And let's all hope and pray that they never discontinue this particular shape of mac and cheese again because SpongeBob is a classic. Now, moving on to my personal favorite segment, which I haven't been able to do in a year and it's been so hard. I have a bone to pick. This is the segment where I talk about things, people, places, ideas that I have a bone to pick, and they're related to diet culture. Um, If I were to just talk about things that bug me, this would go off the rails real quick. It's already going a little bit off the rails. I think I need to get back into the flow of things because my mind is scattered and so is this episode. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just, I'm so jazzed and so confused and not prepared at all. But anyway, this is something that I truly, truly have a bone to pick. And I've been thinking about it for 
a few days now. I have a bone to pick with these celebrity what I eat in a day videos. I've talked about what I eat in a day videos before. I don't think they're always toxic. Um, If you have not seen these for some reason, I can't imagine you'd be listening to this podcast and you haven't seen a what I eat in a day video, but they've gotten extremely popular. I actually used to make them on my Patreon. I haven't uploaded anything to my Patreon in a while, but I used to make these what I eat in a day. And the goal of it was not to be like, eat like me and you'll be so skinny. Because obviously I would never do that to you guys. I think that stuff is incredibly damaging. But that seems to be where the trend is going. To backtrack, my what I eat in a day videos were more to show how intuitive eating can be so different day to day. So like on one day I would crave broccoli and I would eat like a full bag of broccoli and hummus and that would be my snack. And then lunch would come around and I'd be like, wow, I'm so gassy and full and and I don't really want lunch. Let's have, you know, a few handfuls of granola and call it a day. Or, you know, like intuitive eating, you go into it, or at least I went into it with this idea that like my eating would level out and I would be perfectly eating three meals a day and two snacks a day. And while it was really helpful to me to like make sure that I was eating every few hours and that I wouldn't go too long because then I wouldn't get too hungry. So in a sense, I was kind of eating three meals and three and two snacks a day. That's true. But then there would be these other days where I'd be like, I don't feel hungry the way that I did yesterday. This is just not a very hungry day or something. So then I would kind of graze throughout the day. And anyway, My what I eat in a day videos were just to show you guys that that is so, so normal and that there's no reason to be justifying the way that you're eating or or trying to figure out, oh, why am I eating this way? It's a lot better to just try your absolute best to listen to your hunger cues and your fullness cues and not read too much into it in the moment. You can do some introspection afterwards. You know, how did this make me feel? But just trying not to overthink it too much. Whereas these what I eat in a day videos that I'm referring to are quite different. They're usually a girl between the age of 20 and 24, and she will start the video off by flashing her abs in the mirror. She'll be wearing, you know, a sports bra with matching leggings, or maybe she'll be wearing a normal outfit, but she'll just pull up her shirt. You got to see the abs. I have to see what I'm working with if I want to know what you eat, right? So the implication to me and why I think these are so damaging is that if you eat like this, you will look like me. But meanwhile, these are all young girls, you know, they're probably naturally thin or there's other things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about, which is very real. And I'm going to get into that later. And anyway, it's, It's just a trend that I think can be very misleading and sometimes people have good intentions with it, but I don't think the end result is generally a good one. I think it, I think it just promotes the compare and despair mentality that many of us have when we're approaching food and makes you out of touch with what you actually want and what you actually crave. Cause you're like, oh, well, um, Matilda from Instagram eats raw oats in the morning. So I should eat raw oats in the morning, but maybe you hate raw oats, you know, it really should not hold any significance to you whatsoever. 
At the same time, I will admit there is something a little cathartic, especially as somebody who has had disordered eating, about just watching someone eat. (laughs) It's just fun. I used to be into the mukbangs. I used to be way more into the what I eat in a day videos. Um, And some of them are okay. Again, like they're, they're not all bad. But anyway, these celebrity what I eat in a day, Harper's Bazaar has been doing them. And um there was one that went up recently that I just, I, I need to talk about it. I need to talk about it. And that is Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy. She did a What I Eat in a Day that I think is so obviously fake and obviously so embellished. And, you know, this is one of the things that many people in my life would give me a slap on the wrist for saying because you can't disprove it. You can't say with total 100% certainty that this is a lie, but I just know it in my bones, okay? I just know that it's a lie. I encourage you to go watch the video just so you can be as horrified as I am, but in case you don't want to watch the video or you're going to be triggered by it or you just don't feel like it, you know, I I will tell you what she claims she eats in a day. And if you don't know Alex Cooper, I do believe that she is naturally one of these thin people. I know that she was a college athlete. She played soccer pretty seriously. She does kind of portray herself as this effortlessly hot girl. Right. And that has kind of been her image for years and years is like, I eat flaming hot Cheetos and I drink every day of the week and I still look perfect. Right. We know that behind the scenes, nothing is always as it seems. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but we know that this is true. Right. You know, somebody might say, oh, I never work out. And really what that means is they work out twice a week um, and they do an easy, quote unquote, easy workout on the Peloton. And to them, that's not working out. To them, that's just getting a little movement in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that especially when you work in entertainment, it can be really easy to play up this, oh yeah, I'm so fucking lazy. I mean, I haven't moved at all this week. But then like, show me your step counter. I, you know, I I bet you've been walking 10,000 steps a day, going to meetings or walking your dog. I, I walk so much more now that I have a dog, but I digress. Back to what I was talking about. My point is Alex Cooper on the former iteration of Call Her Daddy, as well as what it has become now, she does kind of portray herself as this hot girl who just sits around and eats junk food and drinks all the time and doesn't work out. I don't really think that's true. And that whole archetype of like the cool girl, I I think there was this monologue in Gone Girl. I think it was in the movie Gone Girl. Gone Girl, cool girl. Yes. Yes. So in Gone Girl, Rosamund Pike, who plays the main character, Amy, she does this whole monologue about what it means to be a cool girl. And um, part of what makes a cool girl is she can drink beer and eat pizza and wings and and hang with the guys. And she doesn't give a fuck about her body, but she's effortlessly hot. She's always hot above all else. And it's effortless for her. And that to me is what Alex Cooper is or what she's trying to portray. And that is just something that I've never 
appreciated. It's something that's never vibed with me. And it's kind of similar to um, in season one, I talked about the Gilmore Girls and how the Gilmore Girls, people constantly say, oh my God, how are they so tiny when they're just eating all the time? And it's like a quirky, cute, cool part of their character, which to me, that's annoying because if they were any bigger, if they had a different body type, you would not be saying it. Just like I think if Alex Cooper had a different body type and... I might be wrong. There's really no way to know this for sure. But if she had a different body type, I think she would think twice about talking about how many bags of Cheetos she's had that day because she would get more shit from people and people would be way meaner to her. Like even if she was a size 10, let's say, even if like even if she wasn't plus size, she was just midsize or a bigger size than she is. I think that she would have more hate and more negative comments about her diet and lack of exercise. But the fact that she's skinny, everyone's like, oh, girl, that's goals. That's goals. But it's not goals because it's not real. It's a fucking lie. (laughs) And one of these days, somehow, someone's going to uncover the fact that this is all a big facade and I'm going to feel so vindicated that this is not real. So back to what she eats. So this series is called Food Diaries, but it is a what I eat in a day video. Okay, so she starts her day off with iced coffee with oat milk. You guys know my feelings about oat milk. It is so gross, but whatever. People like it. I'm not trying to yuck people's yums. Okay, so that's that part is not crazy to me. That part is actually super believable. Next thing is she says every single morning, and that's a direct quote, by the way. Every single morning she has an everything bagel toasted with cream cheese. And she says that she likes to do half regular cream cheese and half chive, which that part... I'm fine with. I actually love that because I love variety. And when I get a bagel, I'm always like, oh, do I get the cinnamon raisin with butter or do I get the everything with cream cheese? Like, do I want salty or do I want sweet? If I could get a half a bagel, like, you know how with pizza toppings, sometimes you can get half the pizza with pepperoni and half with olive. If I could do that with a bagel, I feel like I would get bagels a lot more, but that cinnamon raisin slash everything decision is way too much for me, you guys. It's way too much. So anyway, yeah, initially when I saw this, I was like, hell yeah, I love a bagel girl. I love anybody who's not demonizing bagels, you know, because bagels have become such a fear food for so many people. They were a fear food for me for a while. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but There was this urban legend or this, (laughs) not really an urban legend, but kind of like this rumor going around that I feel like everyone has heard that eating a bagel in the morning is the equivalent of eating a loaf of bread. Like somebody told me that once and it stayed with me. And then throughout the years, I've heard other people say it. And I'm like, whose mom made this up? Like, Did my next door neighbor's mom just make this up one day because she didn't want her kids eating bagels and somehow it spread through the grapevine and now everybody thinks this? PSA, you guys, a bagel is not the equivalent of a loaf of bread. 
if that's what you thought, I'm so sorry. Um, it, it's not. So initially I was like, okay, that's great. Like I, I love that she's normalizing having a bagel for breakfast. I love that because so many people, it's like, we can't eat bagels. And it's like, why? Like, it's not that crazy of a thing to eat in my personal opinion, but moving on. Okay. So next thing is she says that on most days she spends the whole day editing. I'm not going to say that's not true. Maybe she does. <laughs> I just feel like she has a team now. Like, doesn't somebody do the editing for her? But maybe she's very, very hands-on and very involved. I'm not going to slander her name like that. But she says she sits around editing for a lot of the day and um, she always has snacks. So I just want to reiterate, you guys, she keeps using the words always and constantly. Like she's using these words to really, really hammer home that this is every day. This is all the time. This is what I eat every single day, all the time. So <laughs> she says during the day she'll have Welch's fruit snacks, which those things are delicious. I need to get some of those. Those are so good. And she also says that she likes sour cream and onion Pringles. I got to admit, I was never a fan of a Pringle. I think they're too thin. They're fragile. They're honestly a little malnourished. Like they, they just crack into, they crumble in my hand. I don't even put any pressure on them and they're cracked and, and crumbled. I don't like them. I like a more hefty chip, but she says she likes these chips. Sour cream and onion, always a good flavor. I'm still in. So at this point when I'm watching the video, I'm like, all right, she's a snacker. What's next? Okay. <laughs> this is so amusing to me. Okay, so for lunch, she first makes a joke like, oh, I've seen these before. And, you know, the celebrities, they love their tea and their bone broth. I'm not about that, which respect, girl. Like, you don't need to be eating bone broth to get your protein. There's many other ways. Um, and that's not a meal. It's just not. I was eating bone broth, actually, for two days because I went to Mexico. Uh <laughs> I did not drink the water. I don't know what happened. My neighbor said to me the other day, she was like, did you eat salad? And I was like, nobody told me to not eat salad. But apparently they washed the salad in the tap water. Anyway, my stomach was fucked up upon my return. It was just, it was fucked up. It hasn't been that bad in a really long time. I was eating bone broth and that's the only time I will eat that as a meal is when I literally cannot digest anything else and I need protein so desperately. So anyway, she says she eats a sandwich every day for lunch. All right. I mean, sure. And she specifically references Joe and the Juice, which is actually my favorite place to get a sandwich. She is correct about that. She gets the tuna cotto. I like to get the spicy tuna with avocado. They are really, really good sandwiches. And um, I was I was kind of happy that she gave them a shout out. They're just so good. So she says that she gets a tuna cotto sandwich and a smoothie for lunch every single day, except when she wants a little more heft, quote, a little more heft. And she will go to a, a place in L.A. that's called All About That Bread and she'll get an Italian sub. And then another thing she says is that she'll take the Cheetos. She loves Cheetos, this girl. She'll take the Cheetos that she has on the side and put the Cheetos in the sandwich or like potato chips in the sandwich. I don't, I'm not a chip in the sandwich girl. Um, but, you know, she's always it. Is she being sponsored by Flaming Hot Cheetos? Is that what's going on here? 
I feel like there's a collab going on that I'm not aware of. But so she says she has that every single day. So let's take a pause for a sec. A bagel with cream cheese in the morning, fruit snacks and or Pringles mid-morning snack, a Joe and the Juice sandwich and a strawberry smoothie, or a foot-long Italian sub for lunch. Okay, I mean, if you say so, this this is what I'm repeating over and over again throughout this video is like, if you say so, girl, I mean, I don't know who you think is buying this. Let's move on to the next thing. Apparently, Alex is not much of a cook. She says she's tried to cook salmon before. It didn't turn out too well. It seems like she orders in a lot or goes out to eat a lot. And she says she's addicted to chicken parm. So she's, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a um, investigative journalist. Like, this is what Alex Cooper eats. <laughs> but I'm just recapping a video. She says she's addicted to chicken parm. So she eats chicken parm from a restaurant with pasta for dinner every day. Now, like, we can assume she doesn't eat that every day, right? Because I, I just feel like that would get a little boring. Even if you love chicken parm so much, I just feel like chicken parm is not an everyday staple. I could be wrong. I I, I could be wrong. Okay. These are all opinions. This is all alleged. But yeah, so she she orders in chicken parm for dinner every night with pasta on the side and gobbles that shit up. Then she goes on a whole tangent about drinking. This is a huge part of her brand. She says she loves this particular type of whiskey. Um, She's been growing fruit in her backyard, so she'll do little pieces of fruit in her cocktails at home. She's a big drinker, apparently. And then she talks about dessert. She says she loves ice cream. She singles out McConnell's ice cream. I have had this brand of ice cream before and it was pretty good. Um, She says she'll go to the grocery store and buy every single flavor. And then for dessert, she'll make like a sampling of multiple flavors, which sounds really good. Honestly, I think that's a great way to go about it. I just don't believe she does that every day. Okay, now she says that if she goes out for the night, if she's drinking, then she'll come home and she'll have the drunchies, I guess. She'll have the drunk munchies. So she says her favorite late night snack is Trader Joe's egg rolls with ranch dressing. It doesn't sound terrible to me. She also said um, that she used to do mozzarella sticks, but then she got sick of them, which I hardcore relate to. To me, mozzarella sticks is like, like you had chicken parm for dinner. Isn't the mozzarella stick like the same fucking thing? <laughs> like a lot of these flavor profiles are getting a little similar for my taste, but girl knows what she likes, I guess. So yeah, she's talking about she heats them up in the oven and then dips them in the ranch, whatever. Um, okay, she rounds out the video by saying she doesn't have any food allergies and she doesn't have any food aversions. She will never go to a restaurant and be like, I can't eat this that and the next she's quote down for anything um which that's like too perfect that's almost because when I was talking about the cool girl the cool girl is also down for anything um so I think it's almost too perfect that she literally just said that okay and and that's the end of the what I eat in a day by Alex Cooper riveting stuff truly riveting stuff I um I just don't believe that this is true. I think, 
what is true is that I, I think she really does eat these foods. I'm not accusing her of lying about eating these foods at all. I think she does. And like I said, it's always been a big part of her brand that she loves junk food. She's not into, quote, health food. And I think that is authentic. I really do. However, I think she is grossly exaggerating the amount that she's eating. And I don't think if I had to take a guess, I would think that maybe she eats one of these things in a day and then maybe grazes for the rest of the day. I think it's there's a distinct possibility that that's what's going on. I also, from my personal experience, it's always the people who talk about how much they eat that don't really eat that much. Am I wrong? Like everyone that I've known in my life who's like, yeah, I eat like a pig. I just don't have an off switch. I just, all I eat is soda and French fries. You sit down with them for a meal and they like nibble on the French fries. (laughs) Like maybe they have three or four of them and then maybe they have some soda and maybe, oh, can I have one of your chicken fingers? Okay. And, and then afterwards they're like, oh, I'm so full. And you're like, you honestly didn't eat anything. Like (laughs) you didn't eat anything. And I'm not even talking about disordered eating, by the way. I should make that very clear. I'm not talking about disordered eating. I'm just talking about, honestly, it's some people who have the most healthy relationships with food that it just doesn't appeal to them that much. Like they just want foods that they like and maybe they're picky or maybe they're just not that adventurous with what they eat, but they don't actually crave that much food. You know, they they eat these foods that are dense And they don't eat that much of it, but then they constantly talk about how that's all they eat and they still stay skinny. And it's like, yeah, I've had a meal with you. Your stomach must be the size of my pinky toe. Like you're not eating much at all. So that's what I think is going on here. I think it's kind of lame to be honest like after watching this I was like oh this is really lame and I hope that nobody thinks that this is true people are out there who they just stay thin no matter what they eat I just don't get the vibe that that's what's happening especially Alex has a fit body from what I can tell and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she does exercise so I mean it, it's possible she eats all these things I just I I I would be willing to bet my life's savings, all $56 of them, that she maybe has one of these things every day. Or maybe she doesn't eat all of it. Or, you know, there's something else there that we're not being told. And I even was cruising Reddit because I was like, are there other people who feel this way. There are a lot of other people who feel this way. I felt very vindicated being like, this is fucking nuts. Like, (laughs) nobody believes this, right? That's when you take to Reddit. That's when you go to Reddit and you're like, I need a sounding board. I need somebody to tell me that I'm not crazy. And I just looked up Alex Cooper, what I eat in a day. And the first result was Alex Cooper lying about her diet. (laughs) And a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are like, in no way is this believable on any level. So that made me feel better. I'm like, am I being gaslit right now? Like, what is going on? Um, It's not true, you guys. It's just not. It's not. So this is all to say, when you see these videos, I know they can be a little bit triggering, you know, especially if you struggled with food, if you struggle with body image, it's always a little triggering to see somebody who seemingly eats nonstop and just 
doesn't have a care in the world and never works out and and eats all the foods that we told ourselves for years not to eat and that they stay so thin and so in shape. There is always more than meets the eye. You're not going to get a full picture from this very carefully edited video. You're just not. And I've seen the other side. I've been involved in that kind of content creation as a content creator, but I've also been on the other side and I've met a lot of content creators and I've seen, you know, the way that they actually live versus the way that they portray themselves. And it's not all dishonest or malicious. I I would, in fact, I would say it's not malicious at all. Usually it's just the nature of the job is curating your life a little bit. And if that is your brand, that I'm this effortlessly hot, cool girl who eats all the time. And like, I think that whole image is so lame and I would have thought we would do away with it by now, but it is still a thing. And it's a thing that a lot of people, particularly men, will gravitate towards and will think is cool and will think is funny and, oh, she's down, she can hang, but rarely is it reality. And I just want to let everyone know that no matter how these things may trigger you or may think like, ugh, like that's so unfair, nothing is as it seems. Try not to read too much into this stuff. This one was just so egregious. This one to me was so in your face and so obviously not real that it was kind of like, it almost seems like a satire to me. I would love to know your guys' thoughts. Guys, slide into my DMs. You can find me at Lubination. You can also find the podcast at RAP Diets on Instagram. I am not quite as active on Instagram nowadays. I I take a little bit more uh, mental health time, but I still am on there. I still respond to DMs and I love hearing from you guys. So if you're excited about the podcast being back or if you have thoughts on anything that I talked about today, please slide in. And if you feel compelled, share this as your Instagram story, link the episode or send the episode to a friend who you think might enjoy it. That is how this podcast can continue to grow. And I really am going to put more time and effort into this podcast because I missed it so goddamn much. And I realized how beneficial it was for me to have this space where I could freely talk about this stuff and um, and have you guys, which you're the best fucking listeners on the planet. So that is it. That is all. I will see you next time. Still figuring out a schedule, but we're back, baby. We're going to figure it out and we're going to be pumping out content. So get ready for that. So until next time, peace, love, RIP diets. (laughs) 